Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the ZX Spectrum Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Godoy, and I'm back again. So today, as you can see, the game I'll be talking about and playing is Super Wonderboy. Now, the first thing that struck me about this game and this sequel was the amazing cover art. It's one of the cover arts where the home port of the computer versions is so much better, I think, than the actual arcade or the Sega Master System or any of the other version. I would say that this loading screen uh, looks terrible. It looks like it's been done on paint. It's not the greatest uh, loading screen ever, but nevertheless, it's bright, it's colourful. You can see it's done by Activision, Images, and Sego Weststone. And, uh, okay, so here we go. There's the main sort of title screen, Wonderboy in Monsterland, a.k.a. Super Wonster... Super Wonster? Super Wonderboy in Monsterland. So there we go. The game's really got minimal sound, got no music, and that's the thing I think hurts the game the most. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Wonderboy series. Oh, let me try to move my microphone a bit closer while doing this. Perfect. Right then, so, okay, this is it. You can see this is Wonderboy in Monsterland. Um... The game itself is obviously an arcade conversion of the second Wonder Boy game that came out in the arcades. And uh, I love the original Wonder Boy game, which also appeared on the ZX Spectrum. And this was the sequel that appeared in the arcade. Now, what I loved about the arcade game was that it did seem more like a home console game, which was always really weird seeing that. But I loved the fact that you know, it had like an RPG element, this game. It really felt really, really good. And it's got some of the secrets that the arcade game has, like those little things up there. Um, let's talk about the um, story then. So Wonderboy's got to go on from his quest. And um, I can't remember the storyline. I should have read the instruction, guys. But um, yeah, what I love about this is it's not just a platformer. You've got weapons like swords. You can upgrade like shoes, like uh, shields, your... Um, um, you know, like armor and stuff like that, which really does help your character. Uh, I loved the arcade, couldn't wait for the home conversion, saw the glorious sort of like um, like artwork that appeared in the uh, magazines, like the you know, Amazing Flyer, and that really made me think, oh, I need to get this. Now, one of the things um, that I've noticed about this game from the get-go it's a lot easier than the arcade or the Sega Master System version, and those are the versions that I played... Uh, sooner uh, now i am doing the first sort of like uh, mini boss thing against the death the grim reaper and normally it's got the music you know like in the arcade or the other version i don't think it goes anything like that but this is one of the things that this game is actually missing is the music do, 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 do. Um, honestly, that would really elevate this game and make it a lot better than it actually is. Now, the game itself is not a bad game. I really enjoyed it. Um, well, enjoying it now at the moment. Um, I did have a little go beforehand. And um, let's talk a little bit about the graphics. I think the graphics uh, replicate the arcade graphics fantastically. They're very big. They're very clear. Obviously, the window that the game featured on it's a lot smaller than the screen size of the arcade um but you know what it works you know you don't need like like the whole widescreen style sort of like size of the screen just like a nice little 4.3 or even smaller than that looks pretty good 
And um, again, like I said, the graphics are so detailed. The only thing that is lacking is color. You know, if this game had a little bit more color, it would be fine. Um, speaking about color, I do want to talk about color in just, well, I'll talk about it now. The way it looks like now, because you're in a sort of like nice sort of village level with the sky, you know, it's blue, looks fine. You know, it looks like a Game Boy type game. You can handle that. Sensible sort of like um, sort of level color design here. Later on, we are not so lucky. Later on, the level goes absolutely horrendous and horrible. The other thing that's missing in this is sort of like proper sound effects, like the arcade, you know, the actual arcade had some really good sound effects and this again is really let down by that although this is a 128k version if given more time it could have been a lot better now for those that are listening to this on uh, itunes i've just entered the cave level and the cave level like it's because it's volcano type level you know like it's got lava and stuff like that the whole it's just like orange overlay uh background and it's so hard to see what's going on especially with the cave backdrops that it, it really makes it difficult yeah you've got little sound effects in this but they don't replicate the sound like they do in the um in the arcade i've, I've got to admit you know what the sound isn't that bad actually it's a lot more than beeps and bloops and other sounds that the specky makes it's pretty decent actually and it has got quite a lot of the secrets, this game, that the arcade has got, like that one there. You know, I've played the arcade quite a bit. I know Daz from Arcade Perfect is a huge fan. I think this is probably his favorite, sort of like a, one of his favorite games ever. And uh, I was, you know, talking to him at some point, and he was just telling me about the um, some of the secrets. I'm sorry, he was just telling me that the game is missing quite a lot. And uh, yeah, playing it again... Um, I can see it. It is. There's a lot sort of like missing. Uh, not yet. So far, I haven't really noticed anything. But coming up in the next few bits, there will be some. And again, everything is presented really nicely. You know, like uh, the look of the game. You know, like, like even like the mini bosses. I'm fighting one now. And that's the thing that I enjoy more of this than other versions. Is that the ease of the game. It's a lot easier. It doesn't just drain your life energy away, which is a good thing, because I struggled with that in the arcade, and also the Sega Master System version, and those are the two versions that I played the most of this particular game, it was the arcade and uh, Master System version. Now I'm coming up to the level here, where I've just come out of the volcano, and this is where I first noticed that the differences were happening. Now on the second playthrough, you know, I, I was expecting that. But on the first playthrough, I was thinking, hold a second, why are the arrows appearing where on this part of the game you got to traverse higher up moving platforms and this, you just got to go to the little shop and then just climb up to the next level and that's it. But whereas in the arcade and the mass system version, the level design, you actually had to go up. Again, you know, it's sort of decent sound effects you know better than normal standard sound effects but it is missing this game a lot of music and what i'm finding now actually uh, although the wonder boy games did suffer from a little bit of uh, slippery controls i think this one suffers from overly slippery controls you know the character just seems like he's always skating on ice you know you've got to stop a little bit beforehand uh, otherwise you'll fall off a platform and that gets me uh, quite a bit I'm doing a little bit better now this second play uh, through well I say play through uh, while recording the video because the first time I tried to play it I just wasn't getting very far and reason being was that I always mistimed the controls 
you know, because I was just moving along and it's a little bit slippery. And obviously it does feel like a bit sluggish to controls, not quite as smooth as the arcade. When you jump in this, you know, like specy version, it does feel like you're stucking some jelly, kind of like the, the way you felt like in a Mickey Mouse uh, Castle of Illusion on the Mega Drive and Mass System. When you you know when you sink into the jelly, the Jello, whatever you want to call it in the states, uh, it sort of really slows your uh, movement, and that's what it feels like when you're playing this game. It feels like you're something's constricting you. It's not quite as fast as flowing as the um, walking mechanics, but again. Um, this game, I'm really enjoying it. I messaged Daz last night, and I said to Daz, I went, Daz, I've just been playing Wonder Boy, and um, I'm really enjoying it, you know. I uh, hadn't played the game properly in years, absolutely years, probably in about 10 years. Obviously, I'd played the arcade and Sega Mass System version quite a lot since then, because, you know, like, uh, after listening to Arcade Perfect, where they compared the versions, I like to sort of listen to the show and then try out the versions myself. And, um, I mean, I love the Wonder Boy series anyway. You know, I love a Wonder Boy. I love a Wonder Boy. This one here, Super Wonder Boy. Or Monster, you know, Monsterland. And, but my favorite one is the Sega Mass System version, which is the Dragon's Trap. Um, obviously, there's another one on the Mega Drive. Then this uh, Wonder Boy. The, the, oh, I can't remember. Was it Mon Monster World or something like that? Then there's one on the Mega Drive. And... There's that remake as well, you know, that came out on the, uh, well, it's like a re, yeah, it was Dragon's Trap remake that came out on the Sega Mass system. And then uh, there's the other one that came out recently, which was a great game, but really hard on later levels. Since I, I don't enjoy hard games, you know, I enjoy games that you can progress every time you play that a little bit further, you get a little bit. But I reached that point with that Wonder Boy game, I just wasn't getting any further. But um, again, this is the thing I enjoy the most, more so in this version than any of the other versions, is. The ease of it, really. Um, I could easily play this game non-stop for absolutely ages, but I'm in a little bit. I'm meant to pop downstairs and uh, watch some TV with my wife. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, if you're listening to this on iTunes again, uh, there was that whole missing bit there, the level there, uh, just climbing up. So let me just fight this little guy before I forget to the conveyor belt. Let's see if it's got the secret. It's like a little secret door here in the arcade in the Mass System version. And it has. And again, the way you um, select your item, you type in one, two, or three, and you select what item you want to buy on the thing. Uh, the controls, again, you've got to push diagonal up to jump, uh, fire button to stab. Um, I don't know how you use your um, magic. That's a good point. I don't know how you use your magic. Oh, I'm not going to get that little arrow flying around. But again, I mean, I never owned this game back in the day. I think um, I might have borrowed it because I remember playing it. And, uh, you know, I was just, I enjoyed it. But again, um, I've always been the same. If a game isn't mine and someone lets me borrow it, I can't seem to finish it because I feel like a bit rushed. Whereas if it's my own game, I can take my own time, finish it at my own pace. Right, anyway, uh, graphics, I'll give this game uh, a 4 out of 5. Everything's nice and clear. Only messes around when... Um, you know what, let's just give this game an overall score. I'm going to give this game a 3 out of 5. I've been Andy Godoy. See you all next time. Goodbye.